This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, LS Pod fans, it's JR here. Burt's Babes, Hoddle's Heroes, even Decanio's Dozens. We've had some iconic lineups in our history at Swindon, just like the legendary menu at McDonald's. Parkin' or Austin, sweet curry or barbecue? Why not get a McNugget share box to enjoy the debates with your mates? And thanks to book delivery, every drop-off could be a home win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points too. No one wants to drop points at home, and with tasty rewards to earn, you won't be missing out. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com hello and welcome to the Lobe strangers a swindon town fan podcast with me rich pullen rogers is streaking ahead and he's onside beautiful play that is that what a good shot Hello, it's Rich here. Well, the sun is shining, the cricket season is upon us, and the Low Strangers podcast is taking a summer break from the somewhat intense business of creating episodes on a weekly basis. The ex-player interviews, the season analysis, the My 11s and whatever else may emerge shall resume for the new season from about late July onwards. However, to show my appreciation to you for downloading and to prevent the Low Strangers from losing its place within your podcast schedule, episodes of the Ooh! Sean Trivia Quiz shall be released every Monday morning. Until then, let us stress about the lack of transfer activity and conceding silly goals to non-league opposition in pre-season friendlies. I hope you're all having a great summer. Okay then, so Ooh! Sean Trivia, how does it work? The format is quite simple. Guests have to answer 60 questions on Swindon Town Football Club. These questions are over three different rounds and the subjects of these rounds are chosen by the guest in advance. They have six seconds to answer each question. Six comes from Sean Taylor's squad number during his time at Swindon. If they cannot answer, then I move on to the next question. And so you guys can play along We go through the answers after each round. Clear? I hope so. Anyway, it's time to sound the hooter for the Low Strangers podcast. Enjoy. (laughs) 
welcome to Ooh Sean Trivia. Hello, guest. Hi, Rich. If you can give me your name, please. Uh, my name's Danny. Hello, Danny. And if I could just ask you when your first Swindon game was. Uh, my first Swindon game was March 1989, a 0-0 draw at home to West Bromwich Albion. Like all good first games should be, a 0-0 draw. <laughs> and your favourite players? Uh, my favourite players were pretty much Duncan Shearer, um, Charlie Austin. I named my son Charlie after Charlie Austin. So you have chosen three subjects, all of them seasons, which is very brave because that means I get to go all over the place when I created these questions and I feel for you because some of them are very, very difficult. It's up to you to prove me wrong. First topic you've gone for is the 1989-90 season. Are you ready to answer 20 questions on this season? I am, yes. Here we go then. Question one. What was the aggregate score in the playoff semi-final against Blackburn Rovers? It was 4-2 to Swindon. Question two. Which first division team did Town beat 4-1 in the Zenith Data Systems Cup? Uh, That was Norwich City. Question three. Which defender left Swindon Town for Port Vale in December 1989? Uh, Tim Parkin. Question four. What was the name of the centre-forward who signed from Bournemouth in September 1989? Uh, Sean Close. Question five. Colin Calderwood and Alan McLaughlin were two of three ever-present players during that season. Name the third. Ross McLaren. Question six. Which attack-minded youth graduate made his debut in the nil-nil draw with Barnsley? Paul Hunt. Question seven. Goalkeeper Tony Norman was wrong-footed for Alan McLaughlin's Wembley winner. Which Sunderland defender did it deflect from? Gary Bennett. Question 8. Who was Ozzy Ardiles contracted to immediately before joining Swindon in the summer of 1989? Fort Lauderdale Strikers. Question 9. Which former England under-21 signed from QPR in 1989 and went on to be in the second-tier Team of the Year in 1991, 92 and 93? David Kerslake. Question 10. Paul Trollope was one of two players to turn pro during the 1989-90 campaign who was also the son of a Swindon Town legend. Who was the other? Nicky Summerby. Question 11. Leeds United won Division 2 that season. Who finished second? Sheffield United. Question 12. Fraser Digby missed just one game during the season. His replacement played his only game for town in a 2-1 win at Bournemouth. Name that player. Kevin Dearden. Question 13. Including the playoffs, who was the top scorer for Swindon in the league that year? Duncan Shearer. Question 14. Which player departed in late 1989 in a deal that included an international cap clause of £100,000? Phil King. Question 15. Which Bradford-on-Avon-born midfielder scored his first senior career goal in the 3-2 away win at Hull City? Fitzroy Simpson. Question 16. Which 1980s town favourite scored an own goal for Swindon in the 6-0 win over Stoke City? Dave Bamber. 
Question 17. Who scored a brace in Town's 3-0 victory over Oxford United at the county ground? Steve White. Question 18. How much was a matchday programme during the 89-90 season? 80 pence. Question 19. After an initial 3-3 draw, how many replays did it take for Swindon Town to get past Bolton Wanderers in the Littlewoods Cup? Three replays. And question 20. Which future Swindon Town manager scored Bolton Wanderers' 90th minute equaliser in the 3-3 draw of that very same game? Phil Wang. Thank you very much. Whipping in the crosses from the left and the right-hand side. Here's McLaughlin. McLaughlin to try a shot. It's off Gary Bennett and that is the opening goal. Alan McLaughlin. How did that go for you? Yeah, it was uh, nerve-wracking. Nerve-wracking. We'll go through the answers now. So question one. What was the aggregate score in the playoff semi-final against Blackburn Rovers? You said 4-2. It's the correct answer. Question two. Which first division team did Town beat 4-1 in the Zenith Data Systems Cup? You said Norwich City, and that was correct. Question three. Which defender left Swindon Town for Port Vale in December 1989? You said Tim Parkin. It was correct. Question four. What was the name of the centre forward who signed from AFC Bournemouth in September 1989? You were correct. It was Sean Close. Question five. Colin Calderwood and Alan McLaughlin were two of three ever-present players in the league that season. Who was the third? It was correct. Ross McLaren. Question six. Which attack-minded youth graduate made his debut in the nil-nil draw with Barnsley? You were correct again. It was Paul Hunt. Next one. Goalkeeper Tony Norman was wrong-footed for Anna McLaughlin's Wembley winner. Which Sunderland defender did it deflect from? It was, correct, Gary Bennett. Question eight. Who was Ozzie Adiles contracted to immediately before joining Swindon, Swindon in the summer of 1989? You were correct again. Fort Lauderdale Strikers. I was clearly going for Blackburn, yeah. <laughs> you were correct. It was Fort Lauderdale. Well done. Question nine. Which former England under-21 signed from QPR in 1989 and went on to be in the second-tier team of the year in 91, 92 and 93? You said David Kerslake. It was correct. Question 10. It was a tongue twister. Paul Trollope was one of two players to turn pro during the 89-90 campaign. Who was also a graduate and a son of a Swindon Town legend? You said Nicky Summerby. It was correct. Question 11. Leeds United won Division 2 that season. Who finished second? It was Sheffield United. Question 12. Fraser Digby missed just one game during the season. His replacement played his only town game in a 2-1 win against Bournemouth. Who was that player? You were correct. Kevin Dearden. Question 13. Including the playoffs, who was Swindon Town's top scorer in the league? You said Duncan Shearer. It was correct. Question 14. Which player departed in late 1989 in a deal that included an international cap clause of £100,000? It was indeed Phil King. Is he going to get 20 out of 20? Let's see. Question 15. Which Bradford or Avon born midfielder scored his first senior career goal in the 3-2 away win at Hull City? 
it was Fitzroy Simpson. Question 16, which 1980s town favourite scored an own goal for Swindon in the 6-0 win over Stoke City? You said Dave Bamber, and it was correct. Question 17, who scored a brace in town's 3-0 victory over Oxford United at the county ground? You said Steve White, and it was correct. Question 18, how much was a match day programme during the 1989-90 season? You said 80p, I don't believe it. It was 80p. Thought I got you on that. Question 19, after an initial 3-3 draw, how many replays did it take for Swindon Town to get past Bolton Wanderers in the Littlewoods Cup? You said three replays is the correct answer. Well done. And finally, here we go for the clean sweep. Question 20. Which future Swindon Town manager scored Bolton Wanderers' 90th minute equaliser in that 3-3 Littlewoods Cup draw? You said Phil Brown. Of course it was. 20 out of 20. How... I was nervous on that one. Nervous on that one. I've humiliated myself, Danny. Oh, there's some tough questions in there. <laughs> okay, so and what a season it was. It was a brilliant season. Oh man, that, that was the season before I started going and it, it because I was living elsewhere at the time and it's one of my biggest regrets that I didn't see 89-90 um, despite how it ended. It's the best winning side I've ever seen. Do you reckon it would have stayed up had it gone up? I think it would have done at that time. I think the players they had. It was such a consistent side as well. Oh, full of envy. Yeah, uh, 11 for about some of like 13 games in a row that season. Oh, for those days again. Okay. season it's another good season it's the 95 96 20 questions are you ready yeah, yeah let's go so let's play question one town played three games including one against dundee on a pre-season tour of which country um finland question two which second year youth player made their senior debut playing 90 minutes in the league cup game against cambridge united steve mildenhall Question three. Which town player made their debut for Swindon in 1991 but scored their first and only goal in the 1-0 win at Carlisle United? Edward Murray. Question four. Who played their final game for Swindon in August 95 before leaving for the Netherlands? Luke Nyholt. Question five. What were the colours of Swindon Town's away kit in 95-96? It was light blue and black halves. Question six. Which non-league side was beaten 2-0 in the FA Cup third round? Woking. There were eight braces scored in the league that season, but who scored the only hat-trick? Kevin Horlock. Question eight. Who was the Blackpool manager that clashed with Steve McMahon during the 1-1 draw at Bloomfield Road? Sam Allardyce. 
Question 9. Which Premier League town era centre-forward wore the number 9 shirt for Stockport County on the final day at the county ground? Andy Much. In April 1996, Town played four straight away games at Blackpool, Chesterfield, Shrewsbury and Bradford City. How many points did Town win over those four games? Eight. Question 11. Which Town player made his eighth and final career appearance in all competitions for Swindon Town in the auto-windscreens loss to Hereford United? Uh, Jamie Pittman. Question 12. From which Scottish club did Town sign Lee Collins? Albion Leavers. Question 13. Which Town player was ever present during 95-96 and won a UEFA Cup medal earlier in his career? Ian Culverhouse. Question 14. Who finished top scorer for Swindon with 20 goals? Wayne Allison. Question 15. How many clean sheets did Shay Given make during his one-month loan spell at the club? Four. Question 16. Which loan player scored an impressive chip in the 3-0 win over Hull City? Tony Grant. Question 17. In February 1996, who scored the winner in a 2-1 win over Bristol Rovers, which turned out to be their final town goal at the county ground? Sean Taylor. Question 18. Who signed from Aston Villa and scored their first goal during the 3-1 championship clinching victory over Chesterfield? Steve Coe. Question 19. Why did Harter Midlovian make Scott Leach available for transfer, allowing him to join Swindon in March 1996? I've no idea on that one. Question 20. Swindon Town won the Yokohama Performance on the Road Award that season, but how many away league games did Town win? Uh, I don't know, 13. There we go. Alisson's done well, but surrounded by Wolves players and still managed to find a way out to Paul Allen. Here's Walters. They've got some strength in the box here, if he can get the cross in, Walters, and he can. And Alisson's there! Well, that's an absolute peach of a goal. That's a tricky one there. <laughs> Question one. Town played three games, including Dundee on a pre-season tour of which country? I thought I was tricking you. You say Finland. It was correct. Question two. Which second-year youth player made their senior debut playing 90 minutes in the League Cup game at Cambridge United? You said Steve Mildenhall. That's because you're correct. Question three. Which town player made their full debut in, for Swindon in 1991, but scored their first and only goal in the 1-0 win at Carlisle United, you said Edwin Murray. Correct. Question four. Who played their final game for Swindon in August 1995 before leaving for the Netherlands? You said Luke Nyholt. Correct. What were the colours of Swindon Town's away kit in 95-96? You said light blue and black halves. It was black and blue. Yeah, that's all I was looking for. Correct. 
Question six. Which non-league side was beaten 2-0 in the FA Cup third round? You said Woking. It's because it's right. Correct. Question seven. There were eight braces scored in the league that season, but who scored the only hat-trick? You said Kevin Horlock. It was against Bristol Rovers. It was a great one. Correct. Question eight. Who was the Blackpool manager that clashed with Steve McMahon during the 1-1 draw at Bloomfield Road? It was Sam Allardyce. Question nine. Which Premier League-era town centre forward wore the number nine jersey for Stockport County on the final day of the season at the county ground? You said Andy March. It was correct. Question 10. In April 1996, Town played four straight away games at Blackpool, Chesterfield, Shrewsbury Town and Bradford City. How many points did Town win over those four games? You said eight. It was a draw. It was a win. It was a win. It was a draw. That equates to eight. Good. Question 11. Which town player made their eighth and final career appearance in all competitions for Swindon in the auto windscreens loss to Hereford United? You said Jamie Pittman. It's Dean Hooper. (laughs) Just a swearing in the background there. (laughs) Question 12. From which Scottish club did the club sign Lee Collins from? It was indeed Albion Rovers. He's back on track. Next one was a tricky one. Question 13. Which town player was ever present during 95-96, won a UEFA Cup medal earlier in his career? You said Ian Culverhouse, and you were correct. Question 14. Who finished top scorer for Swindon with 20 goals? It was Wayne Allison. Good, correct. Question 15. How many clean sheets did Shea Given make during his one-month loan spell at the club? You said four. That's because you were correct. Question 16. Which lone player scored an impressive chip in the 3-0 win over Hull City? You said Tony Grant. Correct. Another tricky one coming up. Question 17. In February 1996, who scored the winner in a 2-1 win over Bristol Rovers, which turned out to be their final town goal at the county ground? It was Sean Taylor. Question 18, who signed from Aston Villa and scored their first goal during the 3-1 championship clinching victory over Chesterfield? It was Steve Coe. Question 19, why did Harter Midlovian make Scott Leach available for transfer, allowing him to join Swindon in March 1996? He had a bust up with a teammate. And the final one, Swindon Town won the Yokohama performance on the road award that season but how many league games did town win that season you said i don't know 13 you do know it was 13 well done (laughs) what a guess hey 18 out of 20 it's better yeah i I would prefer to get two wrong than one wrong yeah definitely (laughs) o'sullivan finney a target in the penalty area he's found the young finney it's two You can only begin to think the thoughts that are going through the head of Harper and Flowers. What was your memories of 95-96? Yeah, I must have been 14, I think, 14-15. It just seems strange seeing Swindon win again mm. after two years where he didn't win. 
And so they had such a strong squad as well for that league. They still had a lot of the Premier League players playing for them, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like Kevin Horlock. I mean, imagine Kevin Horlock playing uh, in Tier 3. The way he was. He was brilliant. That was his season, wasn't it, really? And, uh, it was. And yeah. then we brought in an unknown in Steve Finney. I'm sure McMahon knew him from his Man City days, but that August to October partnership with Wayne Allison was amazing. I did sort of score in the days. Really good. Oh, fantastic. Good times. Okay, your third round now. The 2003-2004 season. The one that I talk about the most on the podcast. Are you ready? Then we shall begin. Question one. Who was assistant manager of Swindon Town during that season? Andy Crosby. Question two. Who scored Town's first goal of the season? Ooh. Okay, for Miglio Anzi. I don't know. Okay. Question three. Which Frenchman signed for Swindon before returning to France because of FIFA rules meant that Town owed his former club £300,000? Sebastian Ruster. Question four. Who played the full 90 minutes against Bristol City in September, came on in the League Cup against Leeds United in October before leaving for Chippenham Town on a free transfer in December? Ian Herring. Question five. Whose free kick supplied the assist for Rory Fallon's overhead goal in the 1-1 draw against Bristol City? I'll go for Andy Gurney. Question six. Which centre-forward joined in 2003 upon his release from Leicester City? John Stevenson. Question seven. Who did Swindon Town play on the final day of the regular season playing out 1-1 draw, which meant that both would qualify for the playoffs? Hartlepool United. Question 8. Which team, playing their final ever season in the third tier of English football, beat Town 2-0 on Boxing Day 2003? Russian Diamonds. Question 9. Who was Tommy Mooney's club immediately before joining Swindon? Birmingham City. Question 10. Which future Premier League manager was issued the number 34 shirt during that season? Eddie Howe. Question 11. Town lost 2-1 against Bristol City. Both of their goal scorers were future Town players. Lee Peacock was one. Who was the other? Alan Brown. Question 12. Who started in goal on the opening day of the season? Mark Grimmink. Question 13. How old was James Milner during his loan spell at Swindon? 18. Question 14. Who refereed the League Cup game at Leeds United and went on to officiate the 2016 UEFA Champions League final between Real and Atletico? Mike Dean. I have no idea. Mike Dean. Question 15. Which future Andy King signing scored Barnsley's equaliser in the 1-1 draw at Oakwell? Rory Fallon. Question 16. Which product of Swindon Town's youth system returned to the club in 2003? Adi Vyvash. Question 17. Who scored for Town against their boyhood club in the 1-1 draw against QPR? Sam Parkin. Question 18. Who signed on a one-year contract from Southampton in July 2003? Brian Howard. Question 19. Which defender scored their penalty in the playoff shootout at Brighton? Matt Haywood. And question 20. What were Town's away kit colours 
in that season. Uh, it was gold and black stripes. There we go. Fantastic. It's 4-1. Matt Hewlett. Defending was awful. Absolutely awful. How do you think you did on that one? I don't know when it was good. <laughs> Let's have a look to see how you did. So question one. Who was assistant manager of Swindon Town that season? You said Andy Crosby. It was Malcolm Crosby. It's Malcolm Crosby. Yeah, there we go. Question two. Who scored Town's first goal of the season? You said, I don't know, Miglaranzi. We'll go with Miglaranzi. Is correct. Question three. Which Frenchman signed for Swindon before returning to France because FIFA rules meant that Town owed his former club £300,000. We'll never know if he'd been worth it. It was Sebastian Ruster. Correct. Question four. Who played the full 90 minutes against Bristol City in September, came on in the League Cup against Leeds United in October, before leaving for Chippenham Town on a free transfer in December? It was Ian Herring. I always thought that was quite a big drop. Question. He scored a penalty in that as well. Yeah, he did. I mean, I just I remember at the time thinking, man, that's a dip. I think I thought he could at least get like national league, but I don't yeah. Know. Question five: Whose free kick supplied the assist for Rory Fallon's overhead goal in the one-one draw against Bristol City? You said Andy Gurney was Sean O'Hanlon. <laughs> Question six: Which centre forward joined in two thousand three upon his release from Leicester City? It was indeed John Stevenson. Question seven. Who did Swindon Town play on the final day of the regular season playing out a 1-1 draw, which meant that both teams would qualify for the playoffs? It was correct. Hartlepool United. Question eight. Which team playing in their final ever season in the third tier of English football beat Swindon Town 2-0 on Boxing Day 2003? It was indeed Rushton and Diamonds. Question nine. Who was Tommy Mooney's club immediately before joining Swindon? You said Birmingham City. Correct. Question 10. Which future Premier League manager was issued a number 34 shirt during the 2003-04 season? Correct. Eddie Howe. Question 11. Town lost 2-1 at Bristol City. Both of their goal scorers were future town players. Lee Peepercock was one. Who was the other? It was Aaron Brown. Question 12. Who started in goal on the opening day of the season? You said Bart Grimmick. It's because it's right. Correct. Good. Trying to get you to say Reece Sevens on that one. Question 13. How old was James Milner during his loan spell at Swindon? You said 18. I'm saying 17. Yeah. Yeah, I should have got that one. Question 14. Who refereed the League Cup game at Leeds United and went on to officiate the 2016 UEFA Champions League final between Real and Atletico Madrid. You said Mike Dean. He would, he would feel that he was worthy of it. It was Mark Clattenburg. Yeah, I had no idea on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I try and make him hard, man. You were embarrassing yeah. me for a bit, but I got you in the end. <laughs> Question 15. Which future Andy King signing scored Barnsley's equaliser in the 1-1 draw at Oakwell? Correct, Rory Fallon. Question 16. Which product of Swindon Town's youth system returned to the club in 2003? It was A.D. Vivash. Question 17. Who scored 
for town against their boyhood club in the 1-1 draw against QPR. I wasn't going to let this episode go without mentioning him. It was indeed Super Sammy Parkin. Question 18. Who signed on a one-year contract from Southampton in July 2003? You said confidently Brian Howard and you were right to be confident. It's correct. Question 19. Which defender scored their penalty in the playoff shootout at Brighton? You said Matt Hayward. Correct. And the final question, what was Swindon Town's away kit? You said gold and black. Correct. There we go. So 16. That's not too bad. So after your three rounds, you got 20 for 89.90, 18 for 95.96, 16 for 2003.4, giving you a total, an insanely impressive 54 out of 60. You must be over the moon with that. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that, Rich. Pretty happy. Are you going to lose sleep over any of those? Um, I'd love, of course, we want to go up. <laughs> Wrong name, but well, it's no, a, I'm happy with that. It's an absolutely tremendous effort, and thank you very much for taking part. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, cheers, Rich. Lovely job. Below Strangers is an independent Swindon Town fan podcast. The music was expertly created by Matthew Kilford and the podcast artwork is by the super talented John Daglish. Thanks for listening. Come on, Swindon. Hello, Rich here. I'm very excited to announce that I've teamed up with Colt Zeros, the creators of amazing custom t-shirts. You may have seen Colt Zeros advertised in When Saturday Comes magazine or the Blizzard Quarterly. My first t-shirt from Colt Zeros was back in 2007, a Nesta Lorenzo in Argentina blue. Lovely stuff. I've had a few since then, Sean Taylor, Jan Fjortov and Yasser Kassim, to name but a few. Summer is here, and it would be great if you could show your support to the pod by purchasing one with my John Daglish-created logo on the front or a selection of Low Strangers guests like Simon Ferry, Super Sammy Parkin, and Juan Cobian. And there's more to come. The t-shirts come in men's, women's, and youth sizes and are priced at £12, with a percentage going towards the upkeep of the podcast. Links to the Cult Zeros website can be found on all the platforms of social media that I use, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and within the summary of each podcast episode from here on in. I asked my three-year-old what she thought. I love Swindon t-shirts. Hi, Alice Pod fans, it's JR here. If Swindon players were McDonald's items, who would they be? We've had lots of Big Macs like the legendary Alan McLaughlin, Harry McCurdy, 
or even Steve McMahon. Perhaps you'd prefer to channel the power of McPlant like Darren Ward, or maybe five chicken selects, one to enjoy for each time Ben Gladwin joined. Yep, there's one spare, but there's still time. And you don't need super scouts or data solutions to get your hands on any of these. McDelivery through the McDonald's app brings them all to you. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 